Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word for April 20th. It's Wednesday, so we have another prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray. Almighty Father, who has given your only Son to die for our sins and to rise again for our justification, grant us so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness that we may always serve you in pureness of living and truth. Through the merits of the same, your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Today we're going to read from verse 14 through verse 1 of chapter 7. Hear the word of the Lord. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people." Therefore go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. So we come to this passage, and we see Paul calling back upon an Old Testament passage about not unequally yoking animals. Now, Paul is obviously seeing a deeper spiritual reality here. Now, we we understand the uh, idea of unequally yoking animals being counterproductive, right? Animals of different size, animals who have uh, maybe ideas of different directions to go. It's going to cause this not to work. And so the same thing applies for our lives as believers, We need to be careful, according to Paul, not to yoke ourselves to people who are going in another direction. An unbeliever is headed to a different end goal, has a different set of philosophies on how they view the world. Now, this does not mean that we are not polite. It doesn't mean that we're not loving. It doesn't mean that we don't bring the gospel to them. All of the things uh, that are important, we are to do. But Paul is talking about living a life together in such a way where the unrighteousness of the pagan lifestyle or the unchristian lifestyle is going to cause difficulty. And so we see that here in what he brings out. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Uh, Why would we want to be too much of a partner with someone who is not righteous, not righteous or lawless? Because we're supposed to desire to follow God's law. What fellowship has light with darkness? There it is. You know, what what are we to do there, right? Uh, what accord has Christ with Belial? Uh, Belial is another word for Satan. Uh, we see the obvious uh, connotation there that what what do Christ and the devil have in common that that they would want we would want to be yoked with someone who is functionally a servant of of the devil? Or uh, what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? We. Our portion is our salvation in Christ, right? They do not have that. Uh, The overlap there isn't going to work very well. Now, again, this doesn't mean we aren't friends. It doesn't mean we aren't uh, polite and loving towards them and sharing the gospel with them. But Paul expands this whole idea here 
to talk about us as Christians being the temple of God. And his idea here is that that God has set himself apart and and possessed through the Holy Spirit. Uh, Possessed isn't the right word. That sounds bad, right? Uh, Has indwelled the believers through the Holy Spirit. And so we are set apart for his work. And we see Paul making these different quotations from the Old Testament, drawing this out, that that God says he'll make his dwelling among his people, he'll walk among them, he'll be their God, and they shall be his people. Uh, The people of God are set apart for a particular purpose. Uh, This is important. And what Paul is driving at here, with the idea of not touching clean things or unclean things in the temple, and the temple being set apart, is that we are to strive to live a life of holiness. And so if we are going to do that, we need to be focused. We need to make sure that we are yoked with someone who is heading in the same direction as us. A perfect example, if we spend all our time with a friend who is tempting us with with something that is contrary to how we believe, we're going to find ourselves being pulled that direction because uh, we can pull one direction with the yoke, right? Uh, But they can do the same. And we're not going to find ourselves heading down that path of holiness like we are called to do. And so Paul is calling out to the people in Corinth here, yoke yourself with fellow believers so that you can head in the same direction because the ultimate goal is holiness. And so Paul wants us to understand that the des- that the desire we are to have is found here in verse 1. Since we have these promises that God has set us apart, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. Remember back to 1 Corinthians and some of the issues that were happening there, the, the sexual immorality. Uh, and remember, when that when that sexual immorality stuff is being brought up, uh, yes, it is individual things that people are turning away from God, but ultimately it is about a pagan form of sexuality, a pagan view of viewing the world, as opposed to one where God sets apart for himself a people and he calls them to be pure sexually, to have one marriage partner between a man and a woman for life. He calls them to do that. That was what they were going up against. And so here we see the Apostle Paul, reminding them to cleanse themselves of every defilement of the body. He's drawing back to the issues that have ha- they have had in the church in Corinth. And so he is calling them to be holy in the midst of a world that is filled with unholiness. And that is where we can find our application for today, isn't it? Uh, we live in a world as anybody in every time, there's nothing particularly exceptional about the level of iniquity in our time, right? This has always been the case. But we live in a time where it's very easy to be led astray, very easy to be drawn a particular direction. And so the best thing that we can do is yoke ourselves with other believers. That not only includes our marriage relationship, our family relationship, our friendship relationships, But also, it's important to be yoking yourselves with the body of Christ, to be someplace where you're connected with other believers. And so that is the call on us, to yoke ourselves with other believers in Jesus Christ, that we might be heading in the same direction in service to him and following him in holiness. Let's pray. Triune God, 
we are blessed to be your temple, and we know that this is only because of the grace you have shown to us. May we ever be mindful of the blessing that we have to be indwelled by your Holy Spirit, and may we trust the work that the Spirit does in our lives. And we praise you for the servants who proclaim your gospel. We especially remember the missionaries that our congregation supports. We lift up those who serve in our nation and those who work in service to you in other parts of the world. We especially remember the work of Brian and Beth Bruxfort in Alaska before you today. Grant them safety as they work with the people there. Bless the work of their hands and strengthen them as they proclaim the message of salvation in the Lord Jesus. And as we sojourn into another day, we ask that you would help us to resist the temptations of the world. The draw of the world is strong, but we trust that the power of your word and the Holy Spirit that indwells us is stronger. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, that brings us into 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Have a great day and we will see you Friday. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 